Hi, welcome back to Meta Minutes, your bite-sized pieces of the Metaverse. My name is Rene from Valorum Reply, and today we're going to talk about boosting sales through Metaversal customer journey design. What a mouthful. And I'm honored to have a special expert guest to talk about this today, Fabian Kursdorf. Hi, Fabian, and welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, Rene. It's such a pleasure to see you, and I'm very happy to be part of your uh, Meta Minutes. Um, very honored to be a guest today. Yeah, so my name is uh, Fabian. I am um, co-founder of uh, Mixed World and also the CTO of Island Labs. Um, 42 years old. Uh, been born and raised here in Berlin, in the uh, capital of uh, Germany. Um, and um, yeah, I've been working in uh, the games industry quite a lot and have also been working in the film industry where we leveraged some um, technologies from from the gaming side for real-time pre-visualization in some of uh, the older hollywood movies and have also been developed uh, some uh, immersive storytelling tools very early on it was a bit too early to be honest back then um, but we did quite some interesting stuff also in early VR devices like uh, the Oculus DK1, DK2, and then also going in the, in the mobile devices very early on, um, where we also experienced a lot with automated uh, animation generation for virtual avatars. And um, that was quite interesting. Um, yeah, so now, Awesome. Uh, that's that's quite a lot of stuff. And uh, folks, you have to know, Fabian also does a lot of great experimentations and a lot of like you know innovation and uh, POC prototyping and shares that with the world. So you gotta gotta connect with him on various social platforms to stay updated there. But yeah, like I remember, for example, when the latest Matrix movie came out, you also made a Matrix app for the Hololens uh, that yes. transformed <laughs> your room or your world you're in. Um, so all of these uh, fantastic experience, beside the amazing other stuff which we're going to talk about today. Um, but let's start with a first very simple, but well, it's also a complex question in a sense. Um, what is the metaverse for you and where do you see the potential? Yes, it's a, it's a very nice question. So um, the, the metaverse in general, um, and for, for everyone who's watching today, um, I have a, a big recommendation. Please watch the uh, Meta Minutes 1.1, 1 .1, uh, where René gives a very good overview of what uh, the metaverse is in general. So for me personally, um, the metaverse didn't start just yet. It now just got into uh, this kind of hype cycle and awareness um, of, uh, let's say, industry experts, um, but also of uh, for the general public, because um, the whole buzz also uh, around um, blockchain NFT and Web3 in connection with the term metaverse uh, just peaked in the last couple of months, uh, in the last year, I would say, um, which is um, as well a good and a bad thing. <laughs> so uh, the good thing about this is that we actually get awareness for the whole topic of um, multi-user experiences. Um, and this is what the metaverse for me is uh, especially about. So we have um, a connection of, let's say, smaller ecosystems that normally only exist, uh, let's say, in a self-contained manner, like, for example, multiplayer games um, that just exist within themselves. Um, 
but also let's say outside of entertainment uh, what we see and what what i love about um, also the metaverse and the development here is that we get the um what you rene i think called the the real world metaverse which means um we are now at a point in time where technology has evolved so far that the um the connection between physical objects in the real world and uh, let's say the uh, overlay with different uh, virtual objects is now possible in a way that has not been possible before and um, what matters to me and for also for for example for mixed world is that we have now uh, the possibility to enrich everyone's lives out there with new components for example let's say in everyday life problems like uh, how to use your coffee machine or how to repair your printer um, uh, all of that stuff can now be um, solved by utilizing components that we can integrate into smaller useful metaverse applications where you get shared experiences where you connect with experts that can actually help you um, and yeah that's that's what what i love about uh, the current situation and the current development and um, i'm really happy to be um, part of this uh, let's say movement um, and we we always focus and try to focus on the smaller very contextual and useful kind of micro metaverses that we then combine uh, together to to new useful experiences and products awesome well I, I love what you said about the real world metaverse and not just because i use the term but actually also niantic and a lot of other companies are using similar technology terms to describe similar things you could also call it the ar cloud or the mirror world or whatever in fact i was recently recording also an episode for meta minutes um with matt Miesnicks. you can actually watch it by now mm -hmm. um who's uh, working at uh, living cities and worked on 60 ai before which became niantic's visual positioning system long story short what we see is a lot of signals in the world that a lot of folks are are eager to work in that space and i think it's it's really exciting where we can bring into physical work together with the virtual world and not just have these you know pure virtual plays um, but let's go back to the title of the episode, which, like I said, is quite a mouthful. So tell us about the Metaversal Customer Journey Design and what you have done in that space. Yes. So um, uh, Robert and I, Robert is my co-founder at, at Mixed World. Uh, we have been working in this sphere for, for quite some time, um, especially in the um, mixed reality design. And um, one of the things that we always put in the first place was how to improve customer experiences. Um, customer experiences means a lot to, to us and to every product. So um, what we always try to put first is actually the user experience before the actual technology. So to create, um, uh, let's say, products um, and experiences that utilize new technology, like, for example, the Microsoft HoloLens 2 with its uh, awesome sensors and everything you can do with it, but not put that in front because the general user does not care about it, right? They just want to use it as a tool to solve a problem, but to actually put the user 
uh, in front. And um, one of the things we built in that space, which is a very successful product, um, is in the uh, interior design space. Um, what we did there is, uh, so the, the topic here is uh, kitchen sales. So to be able to sell a kitchen to a, let's say, general uh, audience customer out there um, in a new way, in a way where we leverage all the components that are also relevant for uh, the metaverse in general, like persistence, shared experiences, which is really important in that space, um, but also merging the physical world with um, virtual, we call it, and Microsoft calls them holograms. Um, and what we did there is we first analyzed uh, the whole current existing process that um, has been in place there um, and made sure to understand what the actual problems are. So we analyzed the current workflow of how Selling Kitchen works and then put, let's say, a little bit of magic on top of it to improve the customer experience, to give them the ability to see their kitchen inside of their own living room by utilizing uh, what the Microsoft HoloLens can offer, but also give a new kind of sales tool to the actual sales expert who is selling you the kitchen in the end to overcome a specific communication problems that they had before, which we identified, and to make um, the customer experience in this space a very new and positive experience. So for the first time with our tool, um, the sales expert together with the customer are in the same shared experience. They see the same thing at the same time and they can actually walk through the kitchen in context of their apartment. So you have to imagine um, we are blending realities here, making it in a way that it is um, a multi-use multi experiences um, and that the customer in the end will be able to try out what he could never try out before. Before that, you could only see renderings of a kitchen and then you would have to decide if you spent that big amount of money on buying the kitchen based on just an image you had. And now you suddenly can use this technology to also show them what they are going to get interactively change everything and discuss what they are about, uh, about to see. This is one of the, of the aspects that um, are important here. And what we saw as a result, that's why I said it's very successful, that um, we now generated about 20,000 contacts with this new technology in a way where the technology is not in the focus, but the experience itself is in the focus. And that actually seems to be a very positive experience to most of the customers so that the uh, actual sales can go up. We also utilize uh, this kind of experience in different products where we connect experts together with customers in a, let's say, mixed shared experience where we have some of the customers on-site and some of the customers off-site um, to bring in for example, for maintenance, to bring in experts that are just at a different place on, on, on the earth or in the country, 
together with um, a maintenance worker, for example, on site in the home of people to help them understand what issue they are uh, currently facing and what they have to solve. All right. I, I love what you said about, you know, basically making sure that the customer goes through a very good journey. And in the end, it's all about having great user experience, right? Sometimes we, we tech folks get a little bit taken away and too much focused on amazing tech because uh, it's so fantastic and we want to build all the features in mm -hmm. and so on. But, you know, mostly you might not need it, all of it, but focus really on the experience the, the customer is having. And uh, Fabian showed me actually the application. It's been a while, and I'm sure it has improved a lot since since then. Uh, but it was already very impressive with the collaboration that you have, like this, you know, expert with on a tablet, and you can have the person wearing a whole lens and or other right. devices. It doesn't have to be a whole lens, but it's really uh, impressive how well this worked. And I'm surely would use that company to actually buy a new kitchen if I would need one, because this is just amazing in in terms of hey, I can really see what I'm going to get in the end. And it worked so well. And I think that the key is really also the collaboration piece, right? The shared experience that yes, you can collaborate together. And and so what do you think uh, could be possible in a couple of years when we will have, hopefully, true interoperability for the metaverse? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really matter what platform or device we, we're using in order to collaborate with each other. Yes, right. That's a very good question. So. Um... I think what you also mentioned, this is one of the key aspects for um, for any type of, of metaverse experience, um, which is especially complex when you are in this mixed um, kind of scenario where you have some people which are in the same location and some people we uh, which, which join from, let's say, a remote location into the same experience um, to create this kind of persistence locally but also add in people in a, in a way which feels seem, seamless. So, and here, um, the other aspect you mentioned uh, comes into play, the interoperability between uh, different devices. So what we see, and now I, I really want to get a little bit more technical is from a developer's perspective, um, the possibilities are now getting better and better um, because of the standards that currently evolve. Um, one of them, for example, OpenXR and uh, WebXR um, in that aspect are one of the key drivers of making interoperability possible. So that I, as a developer, I do not have to develop a specific set of features um, for a specific type of devices. But in the future, I can actually say, well, what do I need? I need, uh, for example, inside-out tracking. I need um, kind of um, spatial understanding of the world around me. Um, and I also want to build in, for example, hand tracking to interact with virtual objects. Um, so I can say I tick those features in a box, uh, very, very simply put. And every device that supports those type of features will instantly be able to run the application that I built so that I don't have to build them uh, a couple of times. Um, what this means is that we get an ecosystem which enables us as developers um, to support a huge variety of, uh, of devices and also to enable a much, much broader um, audience that can actually use the same application on whatever device they want to use 
maybe even they have a different price range, maybe a different quality. Um, but I can actually bring all those people together suddenly in my shared metaversal experience. Um, and this is something I really look forward to. One of the drivers here is um, Qualcomm, for example. I know they are uh, first and foremost a, a chip developer. So nearly every smartphone that we have, or a huge amount of smartphones that we have, is powered by a Qualcomm processor. Also, most and many of the uh, AR glasses that we have, like the HoloLens 2 and uh, the Unreal, and also um, the Oculus Quest, um, are uh, running or running on uh, Qualcomm uh, Snapdragon devices. And what Qualcomm now understood and did here is to create the Snapdragon Spaces program, which is a, a very nice initiative, which utilizes what Qualcomm does best, but also puts this in kind of a, uh, let's say, meta standard, which enables hardware vendors and software vendors alike to combine all those, um, let's say, powerful tools um, and all the components and features that you need to make such experiences interoperable over different devices, um, kind of available in a unified way. Um, and we are very happy to be also part of the current Snapdragon Spaces program uh, with, with Mixed Worlds, where we will now, it's very early on, we have to admit. So there will be some time until this is actually majored and we can actually use it in uh, productive systems. I would say at least another year or two until we can actually use this in productive systems. But this shows that whatever we do now, so we should all start right now to uh, have all those dreams um, and um, just put them into reality and start developing on those because those, those early adopters that we also see today are the uh, the pathfinders kind of, right? So the feedback that you give today will in the end enable the features that you dream of uh, in the futures. And um, you can today pave the way for future developers. And that's, uh, that's a really cool thing. Awesome, I love that final statement. It is, we could end the show right now, but <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, let's uh, have a final thought though. Um, really, really great stuff, and uh, like you said, I'm I'm looking forward to to learn a bit more about the um, the Qualcomm stuff that they're doing. Um, I think this is really interesting. Also, the, the funding program to support startups and so on. So, really, really good stuff. Anyhow, uh, we could talk for much longer, but we're already at the end of the show. Uh, thank you so much, Fabian, for joining us today and sharing your insights. That was very much appreciated. Thank you so much, Rene, for having me. And I look forward for the next Meta Minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and thanks everyone for joining us for Meta Minutes, your bite-sized pieces of the Metaverse. Uh, watch our blog, follow our social media channels, subscribe to our YouTube to hear all about the next episodes. And of course, you can always watch the previous episodes at valormreply.com. Until then, take care and see you soon in the Metaverse. Bye-bye.